0: You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. These days we are reading about pregnant women. Women who were sad because they didn't have a child like Elizabeth, the wife of Zechariah, and the wife of Manoah, the parents of Samuel the prophet. And we had that time four years earlier in her life when Hannah was in the temple in Shiloh, pouring out her heart in broken voice and asking God to give her a child. And now after the child has come to term, been born and nursed for three years, she brings the child to the temple and presents him before God. And then the text continues with her song of praise. And today the psalm we had, a canticle, is actually not from the book of Psalms. It's from the book of Samuel. And it's this, the psalm that we prayed is actually her canticle of praise. And she starts off speaking out this praise about her heart is exulting. And before her heart was in tears. And she was very upset. Even the priest Eli thought she was drunk and accused her of such. And she said, no, that she was just pouring out her extreme need before the Lord. And there we have something very beautiful. We have a promise made by God to this woman. And now she comes back having experienced the fulfillment of the promise. And she wants to thank God. And she makes a serious offering Uh, in the Spanish translation of the Mass today when Father Rodrigo was celebrating his 16th anniversary of ordination here. It's mentioned something like 43 kilograms. Maybe that's a technical measure of what an effa of flour is. 43 kilograms is a lot. It's a big bag of flour. And what a beautiful treasure that is, is one of her gifts with a young bull. And so uh, she uh, is coming with her husband and with the child. And then she leaves the child at the temple, something that's unreasonable for us today, what parents would leave the three-year-old child in the temple. You know, the the poor people at the temple would have to learn how to, to provide for the child. But there's an extraordinary message in this. That this child doesn't belong to her. And she has the heart and soul and sensitivity to recognize God's call on the child. Because all life comes from God. And all life belongs to God. And that's why we cannot kill anybody. Because life belongs to God. And now she brings the child to God to continue the mission that God has for this child to grow up in the house of the Lord. How I long to be in the house of the Lord. One day in your house, O Lord, is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like one day in your house. This is the place we will be for all eternity in God's presence. And that this child would grow up in God's presence. And a thousand years later, Mary in her Magnificat is using the exact same words basically with variations. So then you can think about the culture that was transmitted through the centuries, the awareness of God's promise to Hannah. And this was the name of our mother, Anna. And there are Ann's and Annie, all these names derive from this woman of extraordinary faith an extraordinary openness of soul before God's doing in her life. He raises up the needy from the dust. He lifts up the poor from the dung hill. You have to be a farmer to understand what that is. To seat them with nobles and to make a glorious throne their heritage. And that was David, a shepherd boy, and God called him and then told him that he would have a son who would sit in his throne forever. And Mary is the one chosen. And she knows the story of Hannah. And she knows the story of Samson and his mother. And she knows the story of the scriptures. And so there's a pattern here of growing awareness of God's intervention. God is the author of life. All life. And how then all reference to life is a reference to God. Because he is the source and author of life. And so Mary's heart pours out just like Hannah and she proclaims the greatness of the Lord. And all of the themes of the Magnificat, which is a marvelous prayer we do well to ponder, are great lessons in, uh, for a humble soul. For us to become humble It's one of our biggest problems. One of the most beautiful gifts we can give to other people is to become a little bit more humble. <laughs> It's a lot easier for other people when we become a little more humble. When we're arrogant and critical and complaining and demanding and imposing and controlling and we're the reference point and we're the king of the castle and the king of the kitchen or the queen of the palace, then a lot of other people might suffer a little bit. And when we become humble doesn't mean we deny the position we have a responsibility in society, in a family, in a school, in a business, in politics. But the humble person has a great way of living with others. And Mary's humility comes from the original fountain from God himself. And this is a wonderful exercise for us to enter into the mystery of God who is so powerful and comes so humbly among us. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.